Nice birds. What's good, though? Ghosts. Welcome on the Friday night. Appreciate you. Get this thing cracking as soon as everybody's in here. Definitely appreciate that. What up, Ak? Uh, let's get it started. What's up, man? What's good? How you living? I'm good. How you doing, bro? I'm cool, man. Considering it's ugly as hell outside, but it's all right. I ain't tripping. Man. Cooped up. Shit, it's winter time anyway. I ain't trying to be outside for real, for real. No, never. I hate being cold. I just, I discovered that when I decided that winter is a drama queen. Wintertime is a drama queen. Just think about it. The weather's all extra dramatic. I can't drive outside because I could slide and hit a, a lamppost and die. But in the summertime, when it's a heat wave, your tires won't melt to the street because you drive. Like, wintertime's just super dramatic. Everything I mean, you ain't lying, but motherfuckers around here still don't know how to drive. You still get hit in the middle of summertime because they just, I don't know, man. Motherfuckers around here can't drive. They just can't. What is this shit? I don't know what happened no more. He was just in here. I hope he got power, man. Anybody lost power? I don't think so. I ain't heard nobody. Uh, I mean, the city seemed to be do doing a good job for a change. They was talking about, like, yeah, y'all niggas is going to be without power. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, I thought he was supposed to send a night show thing, and I didn't see it. It means I probably missed it. The outline? Yeah. I got the outline. Oh, uh, you got it, Word. Yeah, I got it. He sent it in um he sent it in a separate message. I don't know if he sent it to you or not. Yeah, he told me he was going to. Oh, there he is. And uh I probably didn't get it because I've been messing around. Trying to get stuff done before so I can be out here tonight and I had no issues. I feel you. You uh, you listening to anything right now? I was listening to Two Chains this morning. Did you like it? That's all right. Tony got some bops. Tony yeah. gonna drop some bops. Dude out here, fifty years old, is still making decent music. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, he could, he's one of the few rap older rappers that can get with the younger rappers and actually make something that. You would listen to. <laughs> I stay I've been a fan right. too. Like, there yo, yo, what up, though? Oh, shit, you ain't in black, nigga. I don't think I've ever seen you in white before in my entire life. G, <laughs> I'm not in white now. No, what it's I can't. Pink. I, it's purple. Ah, you in purple? Soft purple. Okay, I see you, buddy. Dipset. I feel like. What up, though? What y'all talking about, man? What y'all got cooking? What up, fam? Nah, nothing. We was talking about the uh, we was talking about uh, Tony's Tony's album today. Tony, what's first on the agenda, though? 
Yeah, oh, we have to it. right into it. Let's go. All right, we got Missy Elliott's the first rapper with six platinum albums. First Major rap with six platinums. I be telling people, yeah. man, these females can't be fucking with Missy, bro. Missy was Missy was running the game when she was out there. Hey, shout out to Missy. Somebody just said something about Lakers. Y'all already know what time it is, man. Big facts. (laughs) You know? Laker game is bitch. And it's always going to be that way. Yeah, shout out to Missy. I don't think no other women rappers got six platinum albums because women rappers. They got six albums? Yeah, they ain't got six albums. Like, fuck. No, not six albums worth going platinum. Like, I'm pretty sure Ron Digger got like six, six, seven, eight albums, but it's not She got what? She probably got six, seven, eight albums. Like she keeps putting out content, but ain't none of that shit going platinum. Like yeah. that ain't that ain't no long topic. You know, shout nah. out to Missy, six platinum albums. That's historic, but it is what it is, man. Is yeah, she's about to. Hold on, hold on, we gotta make sure we get it right. It's platinum plus because but yeah. a couple of them is uh, a couple of them way. Well, yeah, some of them multi platinum, but the overall theme is that she has six platinum records. No other female rapper has that. That's dope as shit. You know what I mean? Nah, look, him don't got that. Unfortunately, no. Nope. Kim got Kim got something else. Kim, Nikki, Foxy, you know, fucking Meg. No matter who you, yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing about her, though, man, was I like, can see I can see Doja Cat pulling that off in a couple years, actually. Yeah, I give you that. I could actually give you that just because uh, she has that uh, she has that crossover appeal. Yeah, that she got that pop audience. Missy yeah. was cross uh, crossing over, and a lot of people still respected Missy even when she did crossover. Cause she didn't go too far. Sorry, yeah. Nikki. Nikki <laughs> of course, Bree. We know Foxy doesn't. Of course not. Oh, oh man, I don't. I don't lost Foxy my time. Foxy have more man. than three albums. I feel like Foxy only got like three albums. She do, but like it's like and nine. Two of, the first. Was, two of them shoots was boo. One was ah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I got my comments back. Y'all, y'all shouting out the people joining us. I see a couple people. Red Fashion yeah. World. Real Sean Benjamin. You know when uh I don't know, man, it was like when Jay stopped really messing with Foxy Air was when like her career just kinda tanked. Yeah. Or no, the firm. Actually Well no, nah, she firm, um like... she Well she started having that hearing loss, man, and that's really what hurt her. Like she couldn't really hear music for a couple of years and she was trying to rap without even hearing the beats. They were trying to like fit her rhymes to the to the record and shit. Then she started getting partial hearing back and she ain't really never been the same. Well, you know, it's a lot of niggas in New York that can't hear music. <laughs> Beat selection be garbage, nigga. Like, y'all, y'all listening to what we listening to? Because, dog, no, sir. No, sir. Cut that shit off, bro. It's funny that you're, you know, since we're talking about New York, we can uh, talk about Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj has been doing a couple press runs with the radio people here recently. And um, the story came out that Nicki Minaj and City Girls had squashed their beef and they had plans to, you know, hopefully working together in the future. Uh, I mean, I support it. Whatever. I do. I, I like to see Nicki get some more hits, man. It's been a while since Shorty had some hits, so. She can jump off shit with City Girls. Yeah. I'm with it. Whatever. She's been doing features, but none of them have been, like, grabbing your attention to be like, yo, or to blow that song up, because I'm pretty sure that's what some of those artists thought when they was reaching out, was that, you know, this is an instant. If I get her on, it's instant. Well, I mean, she's been on some hits, too, though, but, like, none none of them ain't hers, though. It's like (laughs) jumping on somebody else's shit. She ain't had a, but her a good hit record like in a minute. Too. But the one thing that I, one verse that did stick, stick out was when she was on the, uh, what's it, a whole lot of choppers. Yeah, yeah she cooked on that. She, she, she ate did. on that. With yeah, Sada, yeah, she that. cooked on that. I, um, think, uh, I think she still thinks, like, she has the pull that, like, Drake yes. has. Drake be taking nigga songs and making them his. You know what, though? She she got a record with Baby that just came out. That's that's kind of dope, though. Her and, her and Lil Baby got a dope record. came out uh, today. I need to check it out. I it's saw actually, it, but I it's actually it. her song for a change. You know what I mean? So, oh, shit. Hey, yo, Ackman said she jumped on that Bia joint. Yeah, that's true. That Bia, she jumped on that. That was hard. But that record was fire before Nicki got on it. Same yeah, as her line choppers. It was. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't, I hadn't heard it though, like that, the whole lot of shots, because I'm not into, I'll be honest, and I say I'm into Sada Baby, anything like that. But when I. He's fucking hilarious, it, thug. You yeah. gotta, 
the, you gotta I go listen. When, when I heard him, when I heard him and one of the homies asked the shorty, "Do you believe in my dreams like Coretta, bitch?" I was, I was, I was all in, dog. I was all in. I was on board. He said on that whole lot of chapter song, he said she a church girl, beat her like Christ. I said, "What kind of shit is that? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? What is going on?" That don't sound appealing. Like, can't no nigga walk up to me and hit me with that line, girl. I'm trying to beat that thing like Christ. Get out of here. Out of here. Get the fuck out of my face. Get, out, yeah, get cool. over here. You nah, but I'm, I'm, I support her in um, City Girls. I'm, it's going to be some ratchetness for sure, but. It, it'll be a good look for both, both sides. Yeah. Like, uh, what she explained was, excuse me, she explained that, you know, that was, pro, you know, other old tweets that, you know, maybe JT has said some, you know, flagrant shit. Young Miami has said some flagrant shit. And I believe that P's the one that orchestrated the, the link up to squash that issue. So, I mean, it's a smart look. I mean, there's no really, there's enough room, as we can see, there's enough room for all of all the women to eat and still get that shine. So, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully JT will reach out so she can start rapping on beat. She no, that's Young better. Miami. No, Young Miami. Is that Young Miami doing that? Yeah, JT's the, the saving grace. Like, I just recently became a fan of the City Girls probably two years ago. And JT's actually the one that she got, she can flow. But Miami, she's the silk shocker. She's the silk shocker of the group. <laughs> that's, a, she, that's a hard pill to swallow when you the silk she, shocker of any group. Like, she uh, fight the beat. It'd be like, yo, sis, the, the beat is not your enemy, dog. Don't do this. You don't have to fight the beat. Ride it. I'm, I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of Shorty, and I don't like her voice. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, yeah, for sure. But like you said, they got. I mean, they make some hits. I'm sure she's a wonderful person, though. Like outside of music, I'm sure she's a wonderful person. Like I don't dislike her. You know what I mean? Just not a fan of the raps. For sure. What what else we got, Thug? Uh, So India Irie has went viral for talking about taking her music off of Spotify after Joe Rogan's uh, in bomb collaboration that he has from his podcast on Spotify. When she gets paid a hundred million dollars, and the artists only get three zero point zero three percent of their strings from Spotify, yet you can you have enough money to pay this racist a hundred million dollars. Yo, did you watch the video? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Virgil, mm-hmm. you seen the video? Nah, I ain't, I ain't like that nigga for a long time, so it ain't. It's bad, dog. He, it don't surprise it's really me. It's not like one or two videos of him saying nigga. It's like 25 different videos of him saying nigga. And then one time he's talking about going to Africa. He said he stepped off the he plane or whatever. Him. Said it was like Planet of the Apes when he stepped off the plane. I'm like, come on, bro. This is who y'all gave 100 M's to? Yes, because this is the Imagine if he America. said one anti-Semitic comment. Just one. Oh, you what mean happened? like Whoopi did? Like, like Whoopi did, bro? Like, they, they try to castrate Whoopi right now. And, and she just misspoke. She hers wasn't even something derogatory. She just misspoke. This man is blatantly racist, and they like, yeah, let me one million, two million, three million, ten million, hundred million. Come on, to to push that crazy narrative because it was already prior to India Ire doing it. Uh, Neil Young and I can't remember the other artists had removed their music off his off of Spotify because of his uh, misinformation about the vaccine and stuff like that. So they removed it in, in support of that because they're old enough. They was around when polio was the issue and stuff like that. So they have more of a, a better idea of what a pandemic is versus a Joe Rogan. Like, come on. Yeah, uh, Brie said that he doubled down on it, too. I'm pretty sure at some point he did. He was like, it's just a word or some shit. I remember him yeah. pretty much being, you know, like whatever, yo. But it's just coming back around now. Yeah, Whoopi just misspoke. Like me acting since. Whoopi just misspoke. She didn't say nothing ill. She wasn't like being racist. And they suspended her ass. Crazy. Because she didn't say anything wrong. Because if you look at what they were actually, what she was talking about, that's the truth. But for some reason, everybody in America, people love to play the struggle Olympics. Everybody wants to have a harder life and a harder story, a harder situation than the next person. Not realizing that a struggle is a struggle. It does not matter. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like um if y'all remember John McCain's daughter, John McCain's daughter was on there, and like she never got suspended. 
Oh, and she used to be wild too, bro. Oh, I can't think. You talking about on the View? She was yeah, the blonde chick. She would all. She would always say some wild racist shit, yo, and never got suspended. But Whoopi just misspoke. That's because she's a blonde-haired white woman that she can get away with the, oh, there's no any better. But, like, Whoopi Goldberg being a black woman and being older, they automatically assume that you shouldn't say nothing like that. But why not? Because the truth is the truth, regardless of what you, you know, whatever you feel, don't take your feelings out of it. The truth is the truth. But, I mean, y'all say y'all remember, like, we, we went through the same thing with Nick Cannon a few months ago. Like, yep. it and he didn't even misspoke. What he said was a, he was being truthful, bro. Like nobody likes I, the truth. That's what it comes it down wild, to. Man. Like, America doesn't like the truth. That's all it is. Right. Or if you disagree with somebody's feelings, then you well, obviously hating her. I want to be clear. Like I don't think any of us at Dope though are um wanting to be offensive to anybody, right? But like you also just have to call a spade a spade, like People get to consistently and continually disrespect black people. And the bar is set all the way up to here how far you can go with it. But, you know, I hate to compare it. It just is what it is. But you cannot mention the Jewish community in any light. I remember, if y'all remember all about the Benjamins, I remember being a kid and, like, Sheik Luch's lines was beeped out. And I was like, what did he say? And when oh, I finally yeah. listened to it, yep. he said, I stacked chips like chips Hebrews, like Hebrews yep. which, you know, there's a whole thing about Jewish people hoarding money, et cetera, et cetera. And that is a, that is a stereotype. But my point is, there's a lot way more <laughs> offensive black stereotypes that people get to slide with. This is the same country that you can't even determine if a black life actually matters or not. You know what I'm saying? But man, let somebody yeah. whoop a dog's ass on live TV and see everybody yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. man. The, the not, crazy thing is, is I, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know when it just became like you can't have an opinion. Yeah. Like an opinion, one, doesn't mean that it's fact. Just because it's your opinion don't mean it's fact. But two, just because you have an opinion and it differs from somebody else, bro, it doesn't make the other person a hater right. or anything else for that fucking fact of the matter. It's their opinion. Like, it's just the way it is. The shit Twani, what up? PJ, what up? What's up? I'm sorry. I shout people out. Shout out Twani. Shout out PJ. Nah, that's what's up. But, I mean, not having an opinion is wild to me, bro. Like, you just can't talk or they're going to try to cancel you. So what it, what it is, you know, um, for decades on decades people haven't had to be politically correct right so now with social media people who normally don't have a voice are empowered and they have a voice which is a good thing but what generally tends to happen is when something has swung so far one way it never just corrects to center what happens is they go too far the right. other way in an effort to correct it so now we're in the era of over correction Right. and oversensitivity and that's why people can't have an opinion on anything because the voices have been voices for so long they shut down everything they don't give a fuck mm -hmm. what it is you can't speak on it you got an answer to it uh act made a good point he said they bleep out the word they bleep out retarded on movies but they let nigga and every everything else fly on tv oh yeah you can get your you can get your nigga you can get your nigga off you can get your niggers off you can get either one off either way they don't care it's like yeah that's fine it's okay to to pass judgment on black people, and it's okay to critique black people in every fucking thing we do. It doesn't matter. Everything, every time we get critiqued for something, but when it's time for another group of people to do something, it's like, oh, well, you can't talk about that because you know they. Nah, fuck that. Like it should be the same way across the board. Like if it just like y'all get offended, like the Jews got offended when Jay Z said about in four forty four, but he said how they own half of America. It's the truth, but you don't yeah. it's like, but what it comes down to is that and overall, even when it goes to the critical race thing, you know, teaching in school, America does not want the truth to be told to the future. And, and the future would know they're like, y'all fucked up. Like, it's a fucked up place. Like, it's, as much it's a as good, they make it look pretty, it's fucked up. So it's a good part. It's a good part where I can add that I am all for white history months. I think... <laughs> Yes. Schools need to add a white history month. And people be like, why? Because all they teach is white history. Well, my point of it is this. No, in most schools, 
in, in most schools, black history is either an elective or it's just something that rolls around in February, right? And if yeah. it's an elective, you can even opt out of it. Your children don't have to take it. So my reaction to that is let's make white history so that it's also an elective and you can opt the fuck out of this teaching of bullshit that they're teaching us, which isn't the truth. Can you with. believe, and we're going to get to the next topic, but could you believe that in elementary school they taught us that George Washington, our first president, had wooden teeth in his mouth. We were kids like, wow, he chopping them cherry Not the teeth of slaves. Teeth. No, nigga, he was snatching them from my ancestors. I was like, what the Which fuck? What kind of morbid yeah. shit is this? Oh, well, I'm real a slave teeth. You say that, but they was teaching us that, you know, well, Abraham Lincoln was fighting for the slaves. Nigga, no, he that was like, too. the fuck out of here, buddy. He was not that, fighting when for you, no when slaves. I became that nigga an adult, when I became an adult, I unlearned so much shit that, the, that JCPS has tried to teach me. I had to go and unlearn half of that shit. Like, none of that shit made sense. Because y'all lied to us. We were singing these, uh, uh, you know, Pledge of Allegiance. Sound like some cult shit. Like, this shit is morbid. Like, that's a whole What's other crazy. thing. In the North Carolina educational system, is no different. We learned the same bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, my, man is, you know, my man Lincoln literally about. said, dog, look, if, if I could unite this country without freeing these niggas, trust me, I would. <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> right, right, I would yeah, do this right. shit. Like, he but, literally said that. Like, we're not going to play like this man is some American hero or some savior to black people. Slaves got free because slaves kept revolting around the country, killing politicians, killing slave masters, killing the wives, killing the children for their freedom. So many revolts mm -hmm. that it was causing America to lose money substantially to where America couldn't and defend itself from it. other foreign forces. So that's why slaves got free. Not because some white dudes signed Hit them pockets, bro. When you hit them pockets, it turns into a whole nother ordeal. Big facts. Every time. By the way, Deep. critical race theory is just real American history. That's why That's they don't it. want to hear it. They it's really the don't truth. want to hear it because... It's, it's holding a mirror up to your face to let you know that you're not a superhero, bro. Like, you actually the villain. Like, the way that you went about shit was some villain type shit because you didn't ask. You weren't trying to work with the people. You literally bogarted your way into Americans and killed everybody spread STDs like what kind of shit is this like this is crazy just to get land from the Native Americans like ain't that a bitch? you know what's crazy about America it's like America's like the ugliest motherfucker that you've ever seen but it puts a motherfucking Maybelline on itself and then it it's parades beautiful. around like it's better than everybody else it's right and that and that's what gets the the, the people the immigrants that come over here because they feel like oh my god it's so much better in America and then they get inside this motherfucker, and it's like, nah, nigga, we all going through it over I'm here. I'm loving, loving this week's episode. Whoever uploads us to Spotify and Tidal and everything, can y'all add the CB4, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, and they're black, and I'm black, y'all. Oh, my God, dog. That's my shit, yo. Oh, my Hell God. Yeah. It's only like Black song. History Month. I mean, why not? Facts. It's right it's on every time. Show Every show this month should have that as the intro. Like every show. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, that's true. Well, we, we can move on. So, uh, J. Cole obliterates Benny the Butcher on Benny's new single. Um, is J. Cole overstepping? <laughs> um, I say. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to Benny, let's go down the line of just, like just recent J. Cole. Uh, <laughs> you know features and like this nigga has actually literally been doing this lately to multiple folk it ain't for about a year now for about a year or two actually for about a year or two in fairness though he hasn't really been on a lot of tracks with elite rappers he's been on 21 savage type tracks um you know what i'm saying he ain't really been on a bunch of them where he bodied other elite mcs but it's kind of like in sports, when somebody be like, oh, the team you played was trash. I only beat the motherfuckers that was in front of me. Like, you can't really knock them because that's who's out right now. It just so happens yeah. that he's far superior to the average MC that's out. But he's gone on a hell of a feature run. You know what I'm saying? He's gone on a hell of a feature run, yo. Um, but in saying that, he definitely, definitely overstepped the bounds. The reason I say that is because, like, I talked about this song... I listen to the record. It's like 
called Johnny P's caddy or something, right? I guess I don't know who Johnny P is mm -hmm. to him. I didn't do no research on that. But Johnny P's caddy is the name of the record. So Benny the Butcher is on there. He's talking about his personal life. He's talking about his difficulties, how smart he was, how, how smart he was, how smart he is, how he was down to his last few thousands of dollars, how he made it happen despite everything that was thrown against him. J. Cole did not listen to the theme of the record. He completely missed the assignment of what it was about. Gets on the record and says, the opening bars is like, on the night that I was born, lightning struck. God with God. struck. Like, get the fuck out of here, J. Cole. What are you talking about? If you ask me for a feature, I'm going to put your favorite rapper's head in a noose. Like, bro, it's just a feature. I got you on my feature. Why are you talking about putting my head in a noose, fam? Like, J. Cole was wild disrespectful. And then my other point to it was this. Like, like Ackman said, nobody said Benny was trash. That's facts. Like, Benny was doing his thing on the record. Yeah, but that, it, it was not that type of song, first off. And then J. Cole wouldn't have tried to do this same shit with Kendrick Lamar. He wouldn't have got on the Kendrick Lamar record and started his verse talking about on the night I was born, God was crying, thunder <laughs> was striking. You know, like, some, I, hold, come on, on, yo. hold on, fam. I would say that, but after some of the Kendrick features that I've heard, and that nigga be wild and doing some of the same thing that J. Cole No, that, that's a different know, point bro, completely. My... That's a different point completely. That's actually making my point. My point yeah. is, these elite rappers know what, what other elite do. rappers are and who isn't. And the ones that they know isn't, they get on the feature and they talk out the side of their neck and they get wild disrespectful. Kendrick will absolutely do that because Kendrick is made from the same cloth as Cole. Nigga got on Big Sean's track and told the world that I'm the king of New York, bro. Like, this man is from California. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I always the... think about, uh, I always think about, uh, the future track, bro, cause nigga. <laughs> the, uh, with Man, Mask Off? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. All right, bro. But again, like, okay, so what, do you think Future and Kendrick Lamar are the same caliber MC? Oh, hell no. Not even in the slightest bit. Do you nah. think Big Sean is on the same level lyrically as Kendrick? No. Nah. Okay, that's my point. These guys get on records with MCs that they know are inferior to them lyrically, and they say the most outlandish, disrespectful shit, because who the fuck gonna check them? Right. This is true. Who gonna By check them? Brief uh, make Johnny a point. P's <laughs> Johnny P's caddy is uh, uh, Benny's dad. Bree said Benny knew what he signed up for. No, he did know what he signed up for. That's also my point. He was just happy to have a J. Cole feature on his record. And J. Cole knew that and was like, bet, I'm about oh to get on this God. track. I'm about to get on this track and tell these the whole world that I'm the illest rapper alive. And if you ever reach out to me for a feature, I'm going to body you so bad that if Jesus reach out to me for a feature, he'll send me to hell. Yeah, like, come on, right. yo. Come on, dog. Why is Bree taking up for Big Sean? She loves these toxic-ass niggas, bro. You she loves Big Sean, even though he's, sure he crams 579 syllables in each rap bar. But he's toxic as shit. What was that, that it's 2020, uh, that 2088 album that he did with... Hey, uh, that motherfucker's like a bop. Speaking of, they're, they're working on part two. They're, they, they just announced two. they're working on part two. Yes, I need that. But yeah, uh, Benny knew what he signed up for. Me and Thug was talking about this, and I said it like this. I said, Benny did it for the look. Cole did it for legacy. It's a, it's a difference, yo. Cole yeah. is solidifying himself as a top caliber MC all time. Benny's just happy to have the look. He's happy to have an A-list rapper on his record because he's been an indie guy for so long. But Cole definitely took a, took advantage of him and got disrespectful with the bar. Thug, what was your reaction when you first heard that record? Uh, well, we, we was talking uh, prior to the show. Amore was like, well, I want you to listen to the record and call me back. So when I listened to it, I was like, whenever he, because he broke it down for me. And then when I went to listen to it, it all made sense. Instead of me walking in blind and be like, what the fuck is this shit? So I knew it instantly. When I listened to it, I can agree that Benny Benny's verse, I'm not a big, you know, Benny the Butcher fan, but I'm going to start, you know, paying more attention to him and Griselda and all of them guys, because I've heard great things about him. But he can rap like Benny can rap and he definitely was driving the song that way where he was more so on, on a, you know, just thinking back over my life 
type verse. And Cole was like, yeah, nigga, that's cute and everything. You think about that. And I'm going to, you know, let these motherfuckers know, like, in the future, this goes for you, too, without me even telling you. Y'all want a few, you know, a feature for me, just know that I'm going to cook your ass, and that's going to be that. And ain't shit you can do about it. So Bree made yeah. a good point just now. She said Benny should have rewrote if it was that serious. And I agree because typically when this happens and a rapper gets on another rapper song and he leaves Earth, what typically happens is the first rapper's like, you know what? I'm about to add another verse to the song because you got me fucked up, bro. And then it's a little bit more equal or they go back and rewrite the original verse. Benny was probably secure. Like, I think I did pretty damn well. I'm going to leave it alone. And that's where he fucked up because he now, verse. yeah, because now websites <laughs> well, and blogs uh, and podcasts are all having this same conversation nationwide. How right. bad did J Cole embarrass Benny the Butcher? Well, hold on though, like as a guy who listens to Griselda, like it's not to them. It's not all about necessarily the lyricality of it all. It's about telling the story, yeah. and that's what Griselda is really, really good at is like telling these like i mean they drug raps is almost equal to to push a tease drug rap no sir they're not no sir we're not gonna oh, go that bro, far that's, that's, that's hyperbole if them boys got right. push your t on a song push your t would destroy all three of them that is hyperbole sir i don't know about that that's bro. hyperbole bro they are not in the same caliber of rap as push your t bro that ain't happening they ain't close Man, nah. I think so. I actually nah. think their albums are a little bit better than nah. that. Not the last Pusha T album, nah. but the album before First that. off, Westside Gun can barely even rap. Hey, that's, bro, we're not talking first about Westside You said Griselda. Westside Gun can barely rap. I'm just saying, if we, if we, we you said Griselda as a whole. Westside Gun can barely Griselda rap. There's always one nigga that got to bring it down, and that's the nigga. And I mean, he's all right. So we agree. The nigga can barely rap. Okay. that's uh, So we're going to exit him out of the conversation completely. That's a fact. Conway the Machine, to me, Conway is the best rapper in the whole crew. But Facts. but Benny makes better songs than him. Facts. But then we say that in some of the, uh, to be honest, I think the songs that Conway's been coming out have been better than Benny's songs lately. Like the song with him and J.I.D., um, the song with, uh, there's quite a few I might have to look up. But I say this, know. nobody has embarrassed Conway the Machine the way that Benny just got embarrassed by J. Cole. So that's <laughs> no. that. Well, I mean, Benny said he's going for Jay-Z, so, and he just signed the Rock Nation. So, now, why I mean, would you want to get the Jay-Z verse after Cole just did you like this, man? I know so it's you just great... want to obliterate yourself, just like you was already gone. Because but I'm going to say this. Life. Before the Cole feature and before maybe like one or two other features, people were in the people were starting to put Benny in that conversation. Like, Benny's next to Hove. He's next to Nas. He's next to Pusher. But what you can see now that he's starting to work with these caliber MCs is he's not quite that caliber MC. And that's no knock to him because he's dope, but he ain't that level. It's a, it's a different level when you start talking about Nas and, and Jay and Andre 3000. That's a different level of rap, yo. But it also might be he didn't rewrite the verses because, you know, like anytime them niggas was going to get cooked on the song, they rewrote their verses. That, no, I agree. That's that's our whole point here. We're saying right, like, he should have. Like, I think he, he was like, this verse is good enough. I did well enough. I'm confident that I can put this next to J. Cole. But then the average listeners listened to the song and was like, good Lord, J. Cole watched him on this. And now so much so that he had to do an interview defending it. And he was like, well, I think J. Cole was just asserting his dominance in the rap game. And he was. But that includes you. It includes you, too, because he's using you as a barometer to say, listen to that shit, He back, listen he to me. Like, he, like, verbally mushed his ass. Like, yeah. Like, cute like, little nigga. Like, watch that, bro. That's it's cute. just embarrassing, yo. But at the same that time, is, uh, like you said, I want to see, we've seen Cole and Jay before, or we need, but we need this Cole and Jay are Cole and Nas. Like, I want to see what this nigga does with, you know, the more the seasoned Jay Cole. Like you were saying. Like, yeah, I would, I would love to see that with Cole. Because every time I remember Cole getting with Kendrick, Kendrick was taking off on him, bro, just to be real. I never heard a song where Kendrick watched, uh, I mean, where J. Cole watched Kendrick. I haven't heard it yet. I even, well, of records, I even heard a couple of records. I even heard a couple records where Kendrick was doing the hook or some shit. Like, I always heard Kendrick doing the hook, and, like, he didn't have an actual verse. Like, I was thinking about Forbidden Fruit, 
Like the Dreamville I mean, joint, huh? The Dreamville joint, yeah. Uh, forbidden. Oh, uh, you talking about which one? You talking about? He did the hook on the one with um Baby and Cole and them, right? Nah, he didn't even do the hook. All in nigga. Nah, he's like, talking about uh, forbidden fruit for boy. That nigga got a platinum plaque for saying one word that I woke up to get some money. <laughs> nah, that shit's wild to me. That's an easy take. That's a, that's a, that's a Ackland said true. Cole is playful with the other. He is, which is the point. These rappers know who to get disrespectful with. Listen, you're not going to come on a Nas song and tell the world that when you was born, God shed tears on Nas's song. Come on, bro. You're not going to get on. You're not going to do a... You're not going to do a feature for Eminem and say, if niggas reach out to me for a feature, I put their head in the noose. And Eminem gonna let it rock. Like I'm telling you, these rappers know who to try that fly shit with, yo, and who to just play along and do some cute bars with, yo. And that's what we saw. That's true. I agree. Big yeah, facts. Let's hit this next subject. Uh, Kodak Black bluntly critiques a pal's music, tells him it's trash, but the hard type of trash. Uh, I can't tell you it's gas. <laughs> I wouldn't be real for that. Um, <laughs> Would you respect it or not? Like that's a hey, the way that Kodak Black speaks. That's the way that he would tell his homeboy, "Yo, this is, this is, this is not good." But it's like it's dope. Like the beat was probably hard enough. Like he would probably spit over it. But whatever his homeboy did didn't. I respect it, yo. I wish he wouldn't have told the nigga it's the hard type of trash. Because what right, the fuck does like, that mean? What is the hard type of trash, bro? You already told him it's trash. Let's just let it rock with type. it's trash. He tried to soften the blow. Like, it's trash, but it's the hard it's type on, trash. Nigga, on, what? It's on the high end of trash. Like, as if trash ain't trash. Like, the shit stinks, correct? Like, trash is trash, nigga. I don't care. But what he said at the, the end, he, he told him something like, you know, I, I couldn't lie to you. I couldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be real for that. Like, but don't, tell him, that, <laughs> but don't tell him it's hard trash. You would just have to be honest. Like, I'm going to be blunt as fuck with you. This shit is whack. Like, it's not it's, good. It's I'm surprised. Crazy, man. I, I feel a certain way about him. Like, he got some hits, but I don't like his music. Nah, I don't like his music at right. all. His, his voice just kills me. But as like, well, I a like human Kodak, being, man. like, as a human being and watch the stuff that he does, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I like the dude, like, as a human. I just don't like him as a rapper. I actually so, like a couple of his records. He's got one that's out right now that I really like. I don't know the name of it because I'm not a big guy. Oh, the new one? The, you talking about the new one that he just dropped? Yeah, recently, like in the last yeah, month or so. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that joint hard. Man, that like, was... he got some records, but it's I respect, I respect it's him telling dude the shit was trash because More most people most people don't tell people that shit's trash. They blast, like, you know, the beat crazy, bro. Man, the flow was kind of hard, bro. Like, they dance around like Hey, yo, sometimes shit just be whack, yo, and thug shit, thug shit no more than anybody. And Ackland in the comments, because they review albums for Dope, though. And I'm sure sometimes they might know these rappers or they might know of these rappers. And it might be easy to just be like, ah, this was a solid effort. But if the shit was trash, we at Dope, though, are adamant about telling you your shit is garbage when it's, it's garbage. Yeah. But we're also just as adamant about telling you the shit is fire when it's fire. So, you know, we play it here. Right. And, I respect it. It ain't, it ain't, you know, I've always said that you're not a hater. If eight people tell you that your album's trash out of eight people, then nigga, your album's trash, bro. Like, I mean, <laughs> shit. If there's 10 people and five of them tell you it's trash, you still it's not trash. a hater, Right, bro. right. Like, that's 50%, nigga. That's an F. Like, it's a toss-up, bro. Like, you got to think of some niceness in there. The only one that's kind of nice on the dope dope staff is probably suspense, man. He he be acting like he's a tough one, but he ain't gonna tell y'all y'all shit's whack. I will tell you niggas your shit is garbage, bro. And I don't even review the albums. Ackland will tell you that shit is trash. Thug will tell you that shit is trash. Bree will tell you that shit is trash. My I don't know. expression ain't gonna hide it. Like there's no way around it. Like even I don't know if methodically want to so tell niggas that shit is trash. Thug, oh, what no, you I think? As, I as an engineer, like I tell niggas that shit is trash all the time, bro. Just so okay. I ain't got nothing. Good job. Ain't no that's, shit, ain't that's no where it should stop at. That's, that's the problem right there. A lot of this shit should have never made the airwaves had the engineer been like, Ooh, yo, what That's the a good fuck? take. 
what is that, bro? Like, you really gonna let that shit out the studio? Like, I can't let you go out like that, big dog. Like, Eklund horrible. said Virgil will not tell people that shit is trash. That's what I feel. I think Virgil's nice, and he's trying to act like he's okay. Tough. I mean, y'all, I mean, y'all say what y'all want to, but that's that's okay. Because I told niggas in the studio, I'm like, bro, that's not it. Like, you need to. <laughs> Doug, no, that's a good take. We need to bring this up again. Like, we need to start putting it on the engineers. You know what it is? The engineers get paid by the hour, right? Now, if mm -hmm. you keep telling artists they shit is trash, they not going to book sessions with you, right? So niggas be trying to, like... Well, no, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. They the problem with that is, though, is that a lot of engineers are working for, like, they're contracted by the companies. So, you know, if you're working for Sony... And Sony sends you a record, and Sony's like, "This is the next hot thing out." You boot it up, and you like, "No, this is not." It's you not. can't really tell. Sony, Are y'all no. looking at Breeze bullshit comment? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Breeze cutting up. But you know, I mean, if if, if there's niggas that are coming to your personal studio and you letting that shit fly, that's your fault, nigga. Like. You should let I wouldn't even put out. my name on that shit. Like, I'm not mixing no shit that I'm not putting my I'm name about to on. Put, like, I'm about to put Young Block on the spot since he just jumped on here. Young Block, if, if another rapper that you fuck with in the city that you live in play you their music and you fuck with them personally, but their music is trash, will you honestly be like, your shit's trash? Not I, I was I, not it was cool. Young Block, will you nah, tell your Young homie tell you his shit trash. is trash if his shit's trash, bro? I just want to see what he's going to say. I think out of the dope, though, staff, I say about 75% of us will tell niggas it's trash. I think Bri will tell niggas that shit's trash, too, because she don't really care. Yeah. Um, DJ Deuce, yeah, I don't think he's going to tell niggas that shit's trash. He's kind of nice. <laughs> I feel like Baron's probably not going to tell niggas that shit is trash. He's I don't think nice. he would tell helpful. people that it's trash. I think he'd do it. I don't know. We have to ask. I don't think neither one of them would tell niggas they shit's trash. I think they're kind of nice. But I could tell you one thing. I can tell you, I can tell anybody in this motherfucking podcast on this thing <laughs> that we go back up whoever said what about any album. Like, usually if one of us says something about a specific album, that's usually what the general consensus is. Like, we don't, I mean, we Anybody music theaters. heads. Right. We music heads. Like, we, we, we're we are rarely on opposite sides of the spectrum. So. <laughs> I think. I, uh, I, he's talking now, right now. My Monday dope those niggas is not. Well. Mm -hmm. So pretty know. mama cookie. But yeah, for the people who are asking you specifically, is this fire or is this yeah. trash? Are you still going to tell them this is trash if it's trash or not? Only you act like that's the th that's what uh that's what Amore was just saying. Like you would say that, but your counterparts on the Monday team not so much because yeah, them two suspense the two is too nice, them, man. Suspense is, he bowed out of, of on a couple of reviews. He didn't want no parts of the album reviews because he didn't want to tell niggas they shit's trash. And I'm like, yo, that's what them niggas need though, my boy. Like if the shit's better, trash, right. you got to tell them it's trash so that they can step they shit up. Yeah, that's that's what criticism is all about. It helps you get better. Free Mama Cookie said, Red, she said if it's if it's whack, she's not gonna tell him it's whack, but she's yeah. not gonna say it's dope. Well, the problem is though, is like a lot of people just don't know how to take creative crit criticism and they take no, it. No, because hate. everybody thinks it's not dope. always hate. Right. No, right, because you you're not above like I've I've always said the rule of thumb, nobody's above criticism. Especially if you put it out for the consumers to consume, you can't yeah. tell people it's too late at that point. It's one thing to keep if I if I work on an album privately and I send it to you guys, that's one thing. But if I find somebody else is commenting on, I'm like, I didn't even let you hear the shit. Like I just kept that in house. So how did everybody else get to criticize it or critique it? Like I didn't want that. I didn't want outside. And that's what most artists forget. It's like once it hits out to the consumer. Nigga, that's it. We are here to devour whatever you put yeah. out. So you gotta be thing. you have to be careful of what you put out because it could be there's a chance that it could be trash or it could be dope. Yo, and the thing about art of any kind, art yeah. is subjective, right? Yep. It, it, but the thing about it being subjective is that means it's open for interpretation. Like you said, the moment you take your personal art and then you give it to the world, that's what you just did. You gave yeah. it to the world. So it's open for interpretation, it's open for critique, it's open for all of that. And all yep. these independent artists, they need to get used to that shit because if they ever get major, 
people are gonna be critiquing you from the tip of your head to the tip of your foot, and they ain't got shit to yeah. do with music. It's, yep. it's funny that you say that, Amore, because that's how I be pissing niggas off in the studio. Because I be like, dog, if you can't take my create my criticisms that I'm telling you right now, and you get mad. Nigga, what happens when Diddy gets up there and he's like, bro, get this shit the fuck out of here. This shit is he awesome. this the worst that shit that shit. I ever heard, bro. Like, yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to save you from that fucking embarrassment, my nigga. Like, Pretty Mama is. Cookie, she said she is sensitive about her music. Y'all heard Erica Badu. Yeah, yeah. she's a rapper. She's and, a and that's true. Look, all of us are sensitive about our art, but yeah. you still have to understand that once the art is given off to the world, it's given out into the world. It's open for interpretation. You got to understand that before you release it. And if you don't want people to critique your art, then make it for yourself. Yeah. You don't have to give it to the world. You can make it for yourself and you and your peers can listen to it. Yeah. So Young Vox said, and to be honest, you need constructive criticism because sometimes you might not have the right idea sometimes. It's okay if you don't have a great song. That should feel you to do better. Yeah. And like yeah. Joe said, but the critiques are what help you get better with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Like if, nobody ever, if no one ever told you that the song context was whack or the beat was whack or your cadence was trash or you missed a mm. pocket, then you would never learn what a pocket was, what cadence is, and how to, you know, better pick beats that, you know, actually fit the context that you're rapping about. Like, there's a whole bunch of details to actually go into it if you want to be good at it. There's a lot of people that can just show up and let somebody else do the hard, you know, brunt of the work and all they got to do is just show up and just spit. So Pretty Mama Cookie, Pretty Mama Cookie said, "Everyone's music is not for you, but it is for somebody." And while that may be true, the point of it is, if you you're an artist, yeah, if you're an artist and you give your art to the world, the world is going to critique it. And if you're an artist and you plan on trying to be famous, that means that you need a majority of people listening to the music. So what we're saying is, if the majority of people are telling you it's not good. It's go probably not good. And ain't nothing wrong with that. You just go back to the drawing board. Like, nobody's telling you that you should just give up on music, quit pursuing it. Never, I would never tell somebody that somebody's passion is music. I would never tell them to give up on their dream. However, I would tell you that after a certain time, you may want to find a different avenue in which to deal with your music. Like, you may want to be an engineer or... You might want to be a producer, a and R, or you might want to try something else. Like that, you may not be good as a front man, but you may be good in the behind the scenes shit. You just yeah, if you if you're doing music, if you're doing anything in the entertainment field, and you're trying to reach a major level, critiques are what come with it. And the thing is, a lot of times critiques aren't negative. They can just be things where you can improve. Hey, have you thought about adding this to it? Hey, what if you did this? Right. Oh, man, I know somebody else that would be great to sing that hook because you're a rapper. There are not always negative things, but yeah. they come they come with the job. If you're a basketball player, your game's going to get critiqued. If you do music, it's going to get critiqued. Anything you do in the entertainment sphere, it's going to get critiqued. It doesn't matter about, oh, well, it might not be for you. That's really irrelevant. You're an entertainer. It comes right. with the job. That's so why we right? have top 10 list and top five list and so on and so forth. Because we've determined that these people are excellent, which means that we've determined that other people are not. Well, yeah. let's 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 circle it back around. Remember, twenty-three-year-old J. Cole was told by Jay Z that he wasn't ready. Right. So you know what? He went harder. Two yeah. years later, he got signed to Jay. Look at him now. Yeah. We're talking about him being the lead class MC. I mean, we could take it a step further than that. On that same circle. Remember, Jay-Z took his music to every record label in New York, and every and label him turned him down. They said he, yep. he wasn't a star. Now he's yep. the biggest rapper ever, arguably. You could say Drake went to Electra Records, and Sylvia Rohn laughed in his face and said, you could mm -hmm. never be a rapper. Look at you. You look soft. You are not a star. You don't have star qualities. You'll never make it. Laughed him out the office, and now he's wealthier than she is. So... Sometimes yeah. people don't know, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes these people don't know, and, and sometimes the critiques are valid. Sometimes the critiques are valid, because Jay-Z even said, hey, I'm going to be honest, some of the shit that I was doing early on was whack. And the yeah, fact that they told like that Yeah, and the fact that they told him it was whack, he stepped his game up, and now some people consider him the best to ever do it. Sometimes except, a critique change your whole life. second album, bro. I'm tired of people slapping that second album. Like, it's like the worst thing ever, bro. You niggas is tripping. 
Volume one is fire. I fuck with volume one. Was dope. Exactly. Like the I know we was a little disappointed when it originally dropped because Jay was in between some things, but that album's fire, bro. I don't care what nobody fucking says. So. Yeah. You know what exactly. though, bro? People people weren't disappointed. What happened with that album? Jay Z was disappointed because a lot of people didn't know Jay Z when Reasonable Doubt came out because mm -hmm. Reasonable Doubt came out as an independent album through like Freeze Records and then Priority Records. So when it dropped, people slept on Reasonable Doubt. When Volume mm -hmm. One came out, he actually sold records and he was popular. But what happened is he started doing the Sunshine video with the fish islands <laughs> from Hype Williams and he got the shiny suit on and shit. He didn't Ooh, like the way he man. represented himself. And so he kind of talked down on the album a lot. Most fans fuck with the album. That's his perception Sunshine of it, so though. Bad. The album is fire. Was... Most fans like hey, that album. It's one of my is uh is probably one of my top Jay Z songs. Where I'm like, from is my favorite Jay Z song ever. That's on the, volume the, one. Who you with? Is one of my top ten Jay Z songs of all time. Like that's a really good album. Where I'm from is good. It's a good song for sure. But yeah, I mean, we pretty much, the question of the day was already tied up. In the Kodak Black situation. So uh, I'll hear it dope though. Yeah, we're gonna tell you it's, it's a nope though, bro. It's not. It's a. It's a rap. It's a hard pass, my boy. You're not doing that. <laughs> so hey, um, we're gonna we start having the the you all that review albums on the website. We're gonna start having y'all reviewing them bitches again on these podcast episodes, man. And, oh, and I'll do that. I'm, and breaking right breaking that. it down. If that motherfucker got a five. The same way that y'all take painstaking detail to let people know why it got a five, et cetera. If it got a nine and y'all break it down and y'all tell them, yo, this was fire. I like this. I love this. I want y'all to do that on here on the podcast on Mondays and Fridays too. So they can, you know, people can really see what goes into making these fire albums that y'all rate so highly. Cookie, that's my shit to watch it. Things just ain't the same for gangsters, but I'm a little too famous to shoot you pranksters. All of these rap niggas twisting their fingers. <laughs> that nigga ain't. You know that verse was about Ja Rule, right? <laughs> that whole verse was, no, I'm, I'm serious. That verse is about Ja Rule. Nah, I'm just laughing. It's murder, doing pants. all sorts of twisted shit with their fingers, disrespecting the game, the you home training, the, the manners. I was I'm doing this shit when you were shit with your pampers. All of that shit was about Ja Rule. And it should have been because that nigga was running his mouth hollering about, yeah, you know, I made Can I Get Her. Like, that song wasn't hot unless I, because, you know, my verse. Nigga, what? He skated. I don't know. Ja Rule uh, on motherfucker. Yeah, he, he did his thing on there. I, I ain't going to revive but he, wasn't he wasn't like, he wasn't miles better than Jay, though. You know what I'm saying? No, like, not at all. I think it's about placement. If Ja Rule's verse was before Jay's verse, then you probably say that. But since Ja Rule closed out the whole song after Jay and Emil got their verses off, I think it was like for a hip hop song, that was the perfect closing. And for him like not to be a known artist at that point, it was like an introduction of like, who the mm -hmm. fuck is this little nigga? And then you he, got holla holla after that. And it was like, oh. He was, okay. he was mad, but it really worked out for him. He just wanted mm -hmm. the world to know this was my song that I yeah. gave to Jay, like, so he could get yeah. more points. But in reality, that was still Jay doing you a favor because if he would have came out with it on his own, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as big as it was. The fact yeah, that he gave it to Jay. Jay, more Jay you still Rule needed Jay-Z and Emil. You still yeah. needed Jay-Z and Emil for that song. Like, it's a perfect yeah. song because they did. Everybody showed up. Like, when I listen to certain hip-hop songs, I can, I'll say it, like, niggas showed up that day. That's like, uh, before we came online, me and Amore was talking about LL Cool J on the 4321 uh, record Ooh. with Cannabis Ooh. and how he bodied Cannabis on that shit. Like, for Cannabis to jump on, he was on the same song as him, talking real spicy, and for LL was like, nigga, put my verse last. Like, I'm gonna let everybody else well, he rewrote off, and then I'm gonna kill it. Well, you remember, yeah, he rewrote his verse, because he yeah, heard once their he verse, heard and it. he was like, exactly. wait. He's like, what? And That's the thing is, is niggas took, too. because uh, uh, niggas was taking LL Cool J and Soft, like, they didn't mm -hmm. think that that nigga, like, he bodied niggas before. This ain't new They didn't think he had it no more, but yeah. Right, yeah. right. And he, he still had, had it. And matter of fact, that album, that's one of my favorite LL albums. What was that, Mr. Smith? That Mr. whole Smith. album was fu fucking fire. Whole yeah. album. Yeah, that was a good album. Yeah, LL's dope, like. We sleep on him because I think it's one of those, the girl those generational things 
where like even even with Ice T's ass, like you see him on these TV shows and you forget where we met this nigga. At. Like we met Ice T mm-hmm. six in the morning, and police at my door. Like that's where we met this nigga at, in colors. Like there's there's well, difference. Like these kids don't know like that LL Cool J and Ice T used to be rappers. I quit my teeth for that matter. My like, they problem don't, with they LL though that. was LL was trying to keep up with that younger crowd instead of doing what he was doing phenomenal. Yeah. He got lost. Like, talking about Big Ellie, it was the Big Ellie. Yeah, we always got, <laughs> I always got time to let the world know that no one ever called this man Big Ellie in the history Not of his life. His black ass life. It might have been some chicks said. that called that nigga. No, Big bro, Ellie. no, we're we no not going for that. Like, not a soul. I'm listen a to me clearly. I'm not, not a soul on earth. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, look. I want to be clear for the nine, ten of y'all motherfuckers on here and everybody on the video with us listen to me not a soul on earth <laughs> has ever called ll cool j big ellie ever not in fucking ever. life yo in his black ass life my black ass life <laughs> y'all's black ass life it's never been a thing that's no, one of the biggest woman, cap bars in history. It, That's right and next to. And it was to, a horrible opening line too. Like you had that dope <laughs> beat from Tim, and you like, oh, okay, oh, all right, I got to Listen to me. That's one of the most cap bars ever. That's right next to, to when Jada Kiss said, "When they measure his cocaine, they got to use the scales that they weigh the whales with." Like it's right, right next to that Come shit on, level. When Jadakiss said that shit, I almost turned the we gonna make it off, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here, kids, bro. <laughs> Shut the fuck it's, up. It's weird if somebody else would have said that line, like, if Pusha T would have said that line, you'd have been like, yeah, that might actually be true. Because, I mean, we know that that nigga, we know that nigga's history. We know that that nigga But Push don't even it. embellish for real. The, the hardest thing I heard him say, the most maybe cat was, he said the only nigga sold more dope with him, than him was Easy E. And it's like, all right, yeah. all right, all right bro. All right, all okay, right, fair. Calm down, all right? Like, let's let's relax, all right? That L bar, if, if there was a top 10 cap, cap bars, that would be like number one cap bar. That's either one eyes, too, because I'm a woman, Virgil, and I tell you that I would never, if a man walked up to me in the club and been like, How you doing, sweetheart? My name is Big Ellie. I'd be like, What is what? What is your name? What's your name? <laughs> because if his name is Ellis, I'm calling him Ellis. I'm Mama named him Ellis. Him Big Ellie. I'm You're Ellis. Ellis. Oh my god! No, not yeah. doing it. Sir, give me another name. I'm not calling you Big Ellie. I'll call you Big L. I might. I fucked with LL Cool J, but the moment that nigga was like, "My name's Big Ellie," I'm like, "What's the big for a nigga? Was you juicing right. or something?" Because nigga, you was not that big, bro. You like, was on the roids, my nigga. Like you was. Blind. My nigga's name is my. Let's just start off with my nigga's name is Todd. His real name is fucking Todd. Todd right? motherfucking Smith. Now, LL, L. ladies love, that's cool, but nobody called him Ellie ever in the history of rap. I'm going to be honest, bro. you Big Ellie. <laughs> Big Ellie sounds like some shit that a wrestler took before they got popular. Like It sounds like, like a Sesame Street character, bro. Like uh, It's it a like dinosaur a or some shit, yo. Uh, it sounds like a big woman. It sounds like next a big Friday. woman. Big oh, Ellie, right? You getting a Big Ellie? Big Ellie in this motherfucker? Uh, next Friday, God, we are doing the top 10 cap lines of all time, yo. We got to do the top 10 cap lines of all time next Friday. Bro. Hey, no, nah, that I actually sounds like research. a good boy. That's a lot of that's a lot of lines though, nigga, cuz it's been a lot of cap in the game, bro. Like Yeah. I think Rick Ross is going to be on my list a couple. Ooh, times. Rick Ross might have five spots on that bad boy, man. Ross <laughs> a couple <laughs> times. This nigga Ross came nah, out hold the on, game. Hold on, hold on, no. Hey, y'all going to act like Drake is free. They how about he catches some bodies? Oh. No, you're not, nigga. No, no, you're not, not my nigga. I, I just want to tell y'all, a lot of people got introduced to Rick Ross telling us that he knows Pablo Noriega. The real Noriega. Not Nori, the real Noriega. And on top of that. a hundred favors. How, how, my nigga? How? <laughs> Hold on, but we all heard this shit and was like, you know what? I fuck with you it. You believe it. Exactly. Hey, you know it's, who it's else? You know who else is? Baby. Y'all talking about this list? We talking about niggas who came out doing cap. Mr. Seventeen Five, hey bro, no sir. But Pimp C got him together early, right, bro? Pimp C was like, "Ain't nobody selling you no coke for no Seventeen Five. Why you lying, buddy? Why you lying?" Got him out of there quick, big cap. So what y'all? So we gonna close it out. So what are y'all listening to right now? What y'all got playing over? Uh, new Saba album that just came out. Um, New Earth, Earth Gang that just came out. 
And uh, I'm still I'm a I'm I'm halfway through the two chains, so I'm I'm a bump the rest of this two chains as well. I'm fucking with some singles box. right now. I like that jizz single. Who's I forgot who's on the joint with him, but I'm I'm in fucking the with 21, that. Lady. The twenty one, the twenty one savage. Yeah, the joint with yeah sound. with jizz and twenty one. That shit fire. I've been bumping that. Um, I've been trying to uh, see if that new um whose record is that? That new joint with J Cole and Money Bag. I'm trying to see if that's gonna grow. On. YG. Yeah, the YG. YG. I done spun it a couple times trying to see if it's going to grow on me. The new Nicki and Lil Baby is hard. I've been fucking with some singles. I got to check out the 2 chains too. Yeah, Bree said Pusha P is her favorite shit. I fuck with that. I fuck with it. The Gunna album, Pusha dope. P, I heard. Y'all heard I that 2 chains? What's that 2 chains? I, I, I actually woke up this morning and listened to 2 chains at like 7 this morning after my waking back session. It actually works. It works. It works. Uh, I think it'll work in the gym. It's it got his it got his songs on there. So you know, Tony got deliver. Yo, yo, guy got a double album though, man. I don't know if I can listen to a double album. I can't yeah, listen to his album, voice man. like that. I like Yo Gotti, bro, but there's only so much of his voice that I can take. Not album just like, like there's some artists. Can we agree that there's some artists that we probably won't hear ever hear their full album project, yeah. but the singles is what you'll gravitate towards. I think that's what's for me for Yo Gotti. Like he's I respect him like artist wise, but I wouldn't I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm gonna check out uh A side and a B side from Yo Gotti. I'm not doing that. I hate but you to know say it's it, wild. But, um, listen who, to the niggas on his label though. Corday. Have y'all listened to Corday's album? Because like I fuck with Corday but I, I never listened to his projects. It ain't even no slander to the man or nothing. It just don't excite me, yo. Like mm. It's a nice album though. It, like I never, I never really paid any attention to his albums. Like I listened to his singles, but the album was actually nice, mainly because I mean he can actually. I mean he got the bars, but his uh, his features, his features were real nice, and uh, they yeah. killed it. So that helped. I mean that always helps me when your features are hot. And uh, Wayne, uh, Wayne's on the run. Wayne's on a feature run right now. Wayne and the uh, Corday song is super hard. Cookie, um, I'm not 100% what Pushing P is. I know it's a Gunna song. I think it's like Keeping It Player, some shit uh, like that. I'm, I'm not, uh, we lost some more, but I'm not exactly sure what uh, the Pushing P thing is. But I think it was like, a, um, also what came out this week in the news was that Nikki was supposed to be on that uh, Pushing P song. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be called Pussy Power or something like that, but she couldn't. Um, she was having trouble with writing her vulgar lyrics, I guess, for the song, so she wasn't able to get on uh, the song. But I think now? Drake, she, she yeah, mom, like she, mom yeah. now is that what we get? Mom, yeah, Nikki, like she, yeah, that's the kind of. And I was like, I was surprised, like I probably like others, like for someone that beforehand had raunchy lyrics, you're having, you know, since you've had the child, you're having a hard time with. Which I, mean, I guess that's oh, understandable. Wow, hmm. she said, uh, uh, "We auntie though, like dumb." King, what up? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, oh, no. she is about to be forty this year. I think she turns forty this year. I so mean, I mean, I cool, understand that shit changes. She ain't getting no auntie status because I ain't eating her. I'm not eating her potato salad at the party, man. Fuck that. Like, no, 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 no. Like there's certain levels to this auntie shit. Like we call it over on Z Nice's. Uh, like we call it the fine ass auntie association. Where it's just, you know, it's a group of aunties, but everything is different because, you know, probably a lot of those aunties can't cook potato salad or, you know, get the greens quite right, but she might bring excellent wine to the party. We just don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, it depends Big on the fact. auntie that you're looking for because every auntie ain't going to be slamming on the stove, but she might, you know, she can play spades or, you know, she good with the dominoes. Like, there's aunties for every situation, so. Shout out to my FAAs. <laughs> but that brings up now that brings up another question that you said that she's having problems writing the raunchy stuff. So does that mean we get old Nikki back though? Do we get bars spitting super hardcore Nikki back without all the necessarily sexuality to it? Because I mean, a lot of people who don't know that's what Nikki was. Nikki was yeah. like before she became Young Money, she was just a bar-eating monster without the sexuality. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... Only if she's able to tap into it. I think it's... It, I mean, that's probably... A, there is a lot that goes into it. It's not as, you know, blanketed as, you know, it's being presented because I'm pretty sure that's some postpartum in there. And 
depression and some other issues that right. would block her from, you know, being able to tap into the more sexual side that she used to be because she's trying to be more mindful that, you know, she has a son now. So maybe that's the case. I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure every artist runs into those issues where, you know what I'm saying? There's certain tracks like you love to be, you, you want to write for it, but it just it just ain't coming. And so, hey, you got to pass on it. It's cool. Right. Like, and that's what, uh, you know, that's what a lot of uh, independent artists need to realize, man, is that sometimes, like, even if it seems like it's your fit, don't force it, man, because you're going to hurt yourself more by yeah. forcing that shit than just letting it go. Right. So I don't think we're going to get a morning back. We can go ahead and wrap it up. I want to thank y'all for everybody in the comments. Appreciate uh, y'all. Appreciate y'all for pulling up, rocking with us. We're going to be back uh, every Monday, every Friday. You Friday crew is me, Virgil, and Amore. You get Monday with uh, Akron and DJ Suspense and sometimes Burnley. When he remembers, <laughs> right, like, you know. Sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. But make sure that y'all follow us um, individually or as a collective. But thank y'all for checking out. But is it dope, though, Pod? We out. Appreciate y'all.